<laughs> there we go. <laughs> Get it out. <laughs> Get it all out. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a day. All right, we're here at uh, a very empty but ready-to-open La Cubana. Yes. On 15th Street and... Uh, between 9th and 10th. Yeah, between 9th and 10th. And uh, opening day is around the corner. We've been talking about this restaurant, Carl, for close to a year at this point. Yeah. And it's finally here. It's finally here. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I know I shouldn't get angry at this. But people that live, like, in Oklahoma on my Twitter and on my Instagram or wherever they live, why do they keep asking when it's going to open? It's not like they're going to come here. How do you know? Well, because I know they're not. They're excited for you. I go on their Instagram. They got a picture of their 88 Firebird. They're not coming to New York City. <laughs> why are you bothered that someone in Oklahoma is excited for you? I don't know why it bothers me. I don't, it shouldn't bother me, but it bothers me. They're excited for you. You got fans all over the country. I understand, but it's like every tweet. What is it opening? Because they're anxious and they want to see you succeed, I bet. Uh, okay. Or they want to see you fail. I think I want to see it fail. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a year on fucking Twitter, man. You think? I like the haters. It's like a group of haters that were like, he doesn't, he's not opening a restaurant. And then they start seeing pictures. They're like, it's going to suck. Right. And it's just, and you can't win. Right. It's awful. I'm I'm, uh, I'm kind of staying off uh, the social more and more lately. Yeah, I got I had a more and more on Twitter. I I saw your meltdown on Twitter. I fucking had it. I had it. What 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 was your line? Because you you take a your skin is a lot thicker than mine. Oh, it, you know what it was? It, it wasn't the trolls. It was just I had some issue with a comedian, and that was a fucking. And there's nothing worse than I hate. You know. Unfunny professionals. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you know they're just hating. Yeah, like it's just like, come on. Because the funny part about hating is if you hate with something that's funny, you're, you get confused. Like, wait well, a minute, maybe they're just trying to have fun. Yeah, exactly. But if there's no humor behind it, you know they're oh. just going in for the, ugh, oh, the big nothing. fuck you. Yeah, it's just like, oh, there's nothing worse than a pro comedian just being normal angry. Like, <laughs> that's not fair. I'm like, ew. <laughs> well, what happened? Oh, it's not even worth it. It's, it's not even worth it. I know I was involved, and I'm like, what What happened? What happened? <laughs> it's just bullshit, man. It's like, uh, everyone was blaming me. I'm like, I had nothing to do. Nah, whatever. Uh, whatever. We don't, we don't have to talk about I'm it. I'm not going to break my hand trying to kill a mosquito. <laughs> right. Well, there's always drama. Yeah, there's always drama. Let's just put it that way. But, uh, wow, man, the place is looking really, really nice. Yeah, we did our soft opening. How did that go? Um, it was good. Sherrod ate for four hours straight. <laughs> did he really? Oh, my God. Did he uh, bring his own party? He literally, it was like a party within a party. It was, <laughs> Sherrod had his own opening night inside of my opening night. <laughs> <laughs> Do you expect anything less from Sherrod? I, 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 no, I love him, man. Sherrod was like, literally, I walked down to the, I walked down from the kitchen, and he's just sitting there, like, telling, like, seating people, telling people to enjoy. <laughs> how how many things did he order? I need to know. Uh, there, I think he came with four, four people. Yeah. Uh, and we had twenty things on the on the menu. Yeah. And he had twenty things. <laughs> <laughs> he had to try everything. Yeah. Something's twice. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, the soft opening was uh, last week. And and, and what do you try to get out of that? You're just... uh, just, uh, I don't like doing them. 
Are you just are you like uh, giving the place a, a test drive at that point? I did it to meet girls. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of stupid to do it. <coughs> I hate him. I hate him. Why? Um, because you give away shit for free. No one really tells you the truth. Everyone's <clears throat> like. Well, whoever goes to a soft opening of a restaurant, of course they're going to come right up to you and go, "Oh my god, it's there great. was one. There was one guy, one table, table ninety. He, they don't know who that is, but I, I know who that is. I know people by numbers what table they are. And the guy, we did an avocado salad, and he complained that there wasn't enough avocado in the soft opening. Wow! And everything's free. And everything's free. And fucking, I go, Freddie, table ninety. Who the fuck is that? He's like, I don't know, some fucking deadbeat lunatic. <laughs> I said, I said, uh, he just complained, you know, that there was not enough avocado. He goes, oh, great. No more food for him. I mean, <laughs> guy was, the guy just was <laughs> with his salad for three hours just sitting at the table. Wondering, when the, ne- wondering when the next thing was coming. And <laughs> yeah, never and nothing ever. And, he, and, and the waiter would keep, he, the waiter would keep, he would keep, Ordering stuff from the wind and wait to be like, yeah, sure, no problem, and come upstairs and be like, and be like, '90s ghosts, '90s ghosts, <laughs> like there's no no ticket. So you come to a soft opening, which is friends and family basically, and he complained right off and, the bat, and you don't have to pay for anything, nothing, free drinks, free band. Right. We had a lady slicing uh, pata negra ham. Yeah, it was beautiful, and uh, the guy had a problem, and he had a problem with an avocado salad. Yeah, and we starved him out. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Carl. One good thing about this this team that I'm opening with is they're all fucking hardcore New Yorkers. So right. they don't they like friends and family. You're a bug. Like we, there's nothing you can. Right. So it was good. We we had a good time and everybody got to know each other a little bit. So that was fun and there's a lot of girls here. That was nice. You know me. I like the girls. Yeah, you kind of like the girls, but you you got to make sure this thing works. Yeah, yeah. It's, I got nervous there for a little bit. Why? Well, you know. Like, when the first order came in, we're like, all right, we did it. Like, we high-fived, and then 100 orders came behind it. We're like, no! <laughs> we were supposed to do 48 people. Right. We did 107. Wow. So we did double. We weren't ready. Yeah. And, I mean, so my new cooks, the deer in the headlights, I mean, they were frozen. Yes, chef. No, chef, but nothing's cooking. They were panicking. I need a thousand empanadas, motherfuckers. And they'd be like, yes, chef, and just stare at me. Right. I'm like, turn around. Put, <laughs> put them in the fryer. Like, the, that's what the instructions are. Open the refrigerator. Get the empanada. Put it in your hand. Put it in the fryer. And they're just blink, blink, blink looking blink, at you, blink, hoping that blink. you could save them. And then my sous chef got into, uh, in his zone, it, you know, when he, when he broke, what he does is just yell. Right. But then nothing's happening. Yeah. So he's yelling at other people that are frozen. Yeah. So he's like, where are the empanadas? I'm like, they're fucking nowhere. Stop. Go <laughs> fucking put them in the fucking someone, please. Did, <laughs> it was like everyone Private just, Ryan. Everybody froze. Everyone froze? Everybody froze. See, this is the ins and outs of opening a restaurant that most people don't know about. They just assume it's a smooth process. Oh. But... But now, I obviously, probably, you're figuring out who's going to stay and who's going to go in the uh, kitchen, <coughs> who's going to stay and who's going to go as we, far as we, the we, wait staff. I fired two people during the opening. Did you really? Yeah. You just said, this I ain't said, happening. you're gone. You're gone. That was it. That's it, man. Like Xanos. Boom. I sat my finger. You're gone. Wow. Did they just leave in the middle I of it? Leave the line, please. You are not working here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. One, one was because he sucked, and yeah. then the other one was a little... 
he thought he was going to run the, the Spanish Union back there. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so I whacked him right in the middle. He was already unionizing. Yeah. He was like, I was like, you're, you're not going to work. And the other guy's like, hey, man, that's my friend. I'm like, boo, you're out of here. Like, it was just one, two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then, like, it's like, you know, you got some, like, seasoned guys up there. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my salad guy's on the other side, so he's watching everything happen. Right. And he's, uh, he's Haitian. So as he's making sounds and the two get fired, he's like, adios. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the beauty of this thing with the soft opening, everyone down here is enjoying really nice cocktails, yeah. nice appetizers, right. nice All music. Candles, candles, live music. A nice uh, ambiance, dare I and say. people are losing their jobs and upstairs. upstairs. Everyone just screaming and yelling, Every, frozen. Everybody's frozen. You're yelling. I cut my hands. I got burned. <laughs> fucking, I don't know what to do. Where's the first aid kit? Oh, two people with the fucking band-aids and shit. I'm like, don't bleed in the fucking food, you child. And down here, it's just like... And everybody down here like, hey, amigos. Right. Sherrod's having his little bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> and upstairs, it's like the zombies attack. Oh, and the, middle, the best is... Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of that whole thing going on. Yeah. Nick Solaris comes upstairs. He's like, the pina colada is delicious. I'm like, get, <laughs> get the, the fuck, fuck out of here, here Nick. <laughs> I, I'm losing people. Like, I'm bleeding. <coughs> well, you simply told me. You said, uh, yeah, th- that's not the night to hang out. I told you. Yeah. I said, listen, you want to really be my friend? Don't yeah. come. Yeah. <laughs> you All know right. what I mean? Yeah, because online people are like, why aren't you at the soft opening? <laughs> I honestly told you not to come. Because I uh, went fishing, to to be honest with you. Know what I was hoping for? I was going to get a uh, a 20-inch plus striped bass. And and I was going to bring it in a big cooler on ice. That would have been awesome. And then I was going to service. Here comes Opie with a fish. No, I wasn't going to do it in the the, uh, the soft (coughs) opening. Stunt brain. Stunt brain. Stunty. Stunty was here. Yeah. He's hitting, you know, he's hitting the bottle a little heavy. You think? Stunty. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're noticing that? Me. I'm noticing that Stunty's getting a little heavy with the pores. A little stunty. Did he uh, take a breath when he was talking to you? Well, no, I mean. He's a bit wordy. He came, uh, he came, he was, the, the soft opening started at 7. He was here at 4.30. <laughs> <laughs> Just bothering you. <laughs> So then I started doing the stairs, right. up and down, up and down, and he, he sat down. After a little while, I burnt him out. We learned that on a past podcast when Carl's bothered by someone, he just walks them until they tire out. Yeah, I walk them like a dog, right. <laughs> and they get tired. Up and down, up and down, because it's, I don't know, it's, a, it's a two or three stories here yeah. stairs, depending on what uh, level you're on. So And he came, and he brought me some booze. He was a nice guy. Nice. He was a nice guy. You know, he had a lot, a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm kind of bummed because I went to my uh, local liquor store. Store to get you a bottle of bourbon, right? And my regular guys weren't there, and I don't drink bourbon. And the guy you got goes, me Blanton's. It's delicious. Is it good? Because the guy had no clue. So it's I just one of the originals. Is it one of the originals? Blanton's is one of the original bourbons. What can you uh, tell me about it? Um, oh, what's that? I don't know. Ay ay ay! Oh, that's the painter. Oh, he's like he's he's Australian, and he, and he sounds like a gay Rip Thorn. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. So he he's talking to his dog. What do you mean he's talking oh, the to the housekeeper his... and the dog Scruffy? Wait, he's FaceTiming instead Probably. of working? Yes. How do you say get back to work in uh, Spanish? 
he's from Australia, Obi. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to war. <laughs> there you go. Koala. Vegemite. <laughs> oh Stop it now. Men at work. <laughs> oh, God, you're the worst. Midnight Oil. Oh, Midnight Oil. Nice. Good, good, good band. I'll right. go uh, ACDC. They're from Australia? I think so. Right? What's the name of that animal that, that's, like, very photogenic? Koala? No. Everyone wants to take a picture with it. It has, like, a smile on it. It's like a little uh, rodent. Koala? Yep, it's a koala. <laughs> <laughs> Is it an Australian animal? I think so, or New Zealand. I don't know the What difference. does it look like? It looks like a little rodent, but it's got a smile on its face. Oh, uh, I, uh, I don't know. All right. I don't know. So what else about the, the soft opening? So that was good. I mean, we got rid, you know, I got rid of two people. Um, fired a waiter. One waiter, he was just awful. Our POS system, our computers weren't up. Right. So we had to handwrite everything. And I said, you got to write neat. You know what I mean? Right. So he gives me a ticket. It literally looked like graffiti. How? I'm, I'm like, bro, it's a 15 top. That means 15 people. Right. And it, it was just spelled atrociously. I'm like, bro, it's, what are you doing? Right. Like, we, I have 100 people downstairs, and you're writing gibberish on this piece of paper. How he goes... Bro, calm down, bro. No. It's our first day. I said, holy shit, you're fired. <laughs> our first day. <laughs> our first day. It's waiter. He's, bro, calm down, bro. Bro, it's our first our day. Our first day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you put a lot of blood and sweat into this place. <laughs> yeah, in you shut up an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Cubes has been at this for uh, uh, no less than eight months. And, I literally fired. He turned into dust. And it's his first day in the establishment. <laughs> saying, bro, bro, calm <laughs> down, bro. It's our first, first day. day. You're fucking dead. How old is he? <clears throat> a bro age, like 21, Well, that's 25. why. Yeah. No, uh, that's why. I, don't, I would say anyone under the age of 25 doesn't know how to write. No. Because they just they they just text everything out. That's true. They don't know how to write. That's funny. I never think of that. Yeah, man. Cursive is going away. No one. Cursive is literally going away. I used to like cursive. That was nice, right? Yeah. Remember, like chicks used to write you letters and they were all nice. You got chicks to write you letters oh, in cursive? Yes. Really? You Why? you didn't? No. Oh, jeez, you dated some shit. <laughs> oh wait, I had a long distance relationship and we wrote letters back and forth. There you go. I told you that happened to you. And uh, back then, you couldn't wait. You would check your mailbox every day. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was an 18-year-old idiot. And I, uh, my, uh, my first girlfriend up there was from Utica. And we would write letters all summer long. Boo. Well, it was before computers. So that was the only way you could communicate. And then my parents wouldn't let me. Uh, they would let me call her like once every maybe once a week. Wow. Long distance charges, brah. That's expensive, brah. It's very expensive, so you had to wait for the letter. And then old school. And were they long letters? Long letters. You had to use your imagination. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. And what did you guys talk about? Like, love and stuff? Yeah. Or, like, what did you do since the last letter came? Yeah, yeah, goofy love shit. Yeah. Ugh. I know. What am am I going to do, brah? My letters are like just girls like drawing pictures of their butt. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorant ass girls. Oh, yeah, I could draw. I could draw boobies. Watch. <coughs> circle, circle, little circle, little circle. You see how the one, the one boob's a little bigger than the other yeah, one. Like a natural. There you go. See. Oh, uh, you know who I went out with the other day, Gina. You did. Yeah, yeah. Gina from the uh, the episode. Who the fuck are you? Exactly. I love Gina. She was fun. 
What's she up to? Well, she doesn't drink, but I do. So she just sat at the bar and watched me get I was hammered. And what did she do? She, was just, she just makes fun of you? Yeah, she was just talking. And I, was, I couldn't even hear her. Really? Like, Show me your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make out. By the way, I don't, I don't know if this paper straw thing is going to take off. It's I'm, awful. I'm on my way it to doesn't last. It doesn't the, last. There's a tiny coffee shop on 15th Street. It's great. I mean tiny. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's the size of a <coughs> maybe a big walk-in closet. That's a shame. We might go to business because the construction, the, 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 there's so many You people. know the coffee place. I'm yeah, I know. Trialpchi, tri, whatever. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Google is across the street, and it's like the Death Star. They're running. They've got so much construction going on. Right. Because they own, they bought the whole block. Really? So they own from 15th to, from from 9th to 8th. Right. The building is a whole city block. Right. And they do whatever the fuck they want. Sure. Like, hi, we're Google. We're ripping the street up and we're yeah. putting some cables in. But, but it's my. But, but. Nobody die, coffee shop. Right. And so between that and their food services are up and running. So, being a Google employee, it's almost like a concubine. It's weird. They have everything in that building. So, there's like 12 different restaurants for the employees to for eat real? inside of Google. See, they, they don't even share the wealth no. of New York City. So, so, you know. They keep it all for themselves. Yeah. Well, so, they're not really giving back to the community. Nope. You know the government is finally paying attention to Google and Amazon. Well, they should because that's, they're too big. They're too big, and, and the government is starting to get a little nervous. A little nervous. Well, because they, they, could, they, they could shape the government. They could do whatever they want. Right. Too much power. Too much power. So the, so the coffee guy's out because of Google? Well, I talked to the coffee guy. He wasn't happy. He's like, you know. Well, he should be He's out. like, not only do they have 14 coffee shops inside there, so no one leave leaves. you got to see these people. There ain't, there ain't no supermodels working at Google, boy. There's some weird dudes, like a guy with a cape. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, you know, like they're like nerds. You know what I mean? So he's got like a cape. He and goes like, to work as Superman. Yeah, he goes to work as like a Super Grover from the Sesame Street. Like there's really big dorks in there, and and I think Google figured this out that th- these people aren't like city people. They're just like super weirdos. So they stay in the building all fucking day. Oh, so they're getting from all over the country and saying, "You just stay in our building, you'll be safe." Yeah, that's probably right. But look, man, I mean, I like to suck on my straw and bite it and look. And now I, can't I use my use straw it. as dental floss. Yes, yeah. But, the, but now you can't do it. And it's so stupid because this paper straw is in a giant plastic cup. Isn't, isn't the plastic cup more of a problem than the straws? We're in the city. We're, we produce like, I don't know, what is it, six million pounds of garbage a day. <laughs> Thank the straw is not doing anything. It's the dumbest thing. It's ever. so dumb. Like, it's, like, this is complete oil to make this this plastic <laughs> right, right. It's, that thing will be here for the next 600 years but but these idiots uh, they're satisfied as long as they don't have a plastic straw it's, it's just so virtue sign- it's so virtue signal but look at this carl thank you for being you you are amazing Ugh, i hate i hate the world now <laughs> i hate it it's so like not a nice real. message for me right on the plastic cup right that's, that's gonna that's, end up that was, in the ocean yeah <laughs> there's gonna be some dolphin shitting that thing out one day anyway so you're right around the corner, and uh, I'm excited for you. It's good, right? You're ready to go. The menu uh, is ready to go. <coughs> I'm dying. You'll probably make some uh, changes on it as you go. Yeah, That's what I'm not you happy. Do. I'm not happy with a lot of stuff on it, but uh, we'll get there. Nah, you're going to do just fine, man. I haven't seen you since my birth. 
day. You got, the, you got the fetter knife, the fader knife. That was nice. It's gorgeous. It is nice. Did you use it for anything? I don't know what to use it on. Uh, it's a chef knife. So whenever you're in the kitchen, right? use a cutting board, please. Don't use it on all that marble. Can I cut my strawberries with it? Yes, you can cut your strawberries with all it. All right. Is it, is it How many strawberries? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? <laughs> 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 your life is so much different than everyone I know. <laughs> it's really, it's like you have your own life. <laughs> I kind of like I would it never though. even say that out loud. What like, do you mean? Can I cut strawberries with it? <laughs> I would pretty much figure out that I could. <laughs> You're the only one that has figured out that I'm an introvert. <laughs> I'm a hermit. You are a hermit. I, I like just being by myself. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't know what to use the knife on. Food. Can I fillet a fish with it? Yes, you can. Will it be my fillet knife? <clears throat> it can be. All right. It's a little rigid for filleting, but right. you want a flexible knife to get around the bones. That's true. Do you remember, uh, so, oh, yeah, okay. I got, I got to read the text message that from my, uh, from my son. I love that kid. Remember? I liked when he met me and he figured out it's enough time with Carl and he just walked into the <laughs> building. <laughs> and he awkwardly I, stared, at me, stared, stared at me as the door closed. <laughs> he just stared at me. I'm like, holy shit, that's, that's little Greg. Little Greg Hughes. So there you go. Now you know it's in my DNA, DNA so don't get mad. It's just that he was how just it is. done with me. He's like, "All right, well, that's what I do." Yeah. No, what happened was, so Carl for my birthday he came up to give me the fetter knife, and I said, "Yo, you gotta jump in the car. I gotta get my kids." So I picked them up from school, and they were all excited because we watch uh, Chef Carl on the right. Food Network, and uh, my daughter was all about it. She was like, "Oh my god, wow, she was he's cool. in the car. Yeah, he's in the car right now, Mom." Anyway, I'm trying to find the. Uh, the text message. I guess me and my wife. Wow, I didn't realize how much we text. Uh, <laughs> we text a lot. Uh, feminists answer probing sexual questions. Okay, then. Let's see. Uh, hold on. Let me. You find send this. your wife fishing pictures? Huh? Jesus Christ. No, that's. <laughs> what? Why? Do you, what? At what point do you think Lindsay cares about that stupid fucking fish? <laughs> She's had it with me and my fishing. She can care less. And you just, I look, you just scrolled your phone. You must have sent her 10 fishing pictures in a row. <laughs> She's trying to live a normal life in her state. Opie sending fishing pictures. <laughs> I'm sending her pictures of all my friends. <laughs> all right. You. So, so uh, yeah, you showed up. We went and got my kids. Uh, we hung out with them a little mm-hmm. bit, and then we dropped them off. So as soon as we dropped them off, they had a lot to say to my wife about you. Really? They said, Carl wears a golden watch. I think Carl smokes. Why do you think that? Because rich people smoke. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. They, they noticed right away that you had a golden watch on. They, it's funny what they see, right? And then they, they noticed that you smoked because I guess you, you smelled like cigarettes. Right. I think Carl smokes. Why do you think that, my wife wrote? Uh, said and they uh, they go because rich people smoke so they think you're rich. Oh my God, are they so wrong? So they must think I'm really poor. No shit. I don't smoke and I don't have a gold watch. But you do have a gold watch. It's just in the, in the closet somewhere. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I do have a really nice. Yeah, you got a uh, nice Rolex. Yeah, I got a nice Rolex. So 
Uh, me, I, I have all my personal belongings on me at all times. <laughs> I have all my worldly possessions within five feet of me at all times. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> anyway, so that was fun. Yeah, it was good. See, I can't drink my coffee because the stupid paper goddamn straw. But let me open the giant plastic lid so I can get to the rest of my iced coffee. That's ridiculous. Those paper straws are absolute nonsense. You missed a great podcast with Jackie the Joke Man. He's funny, dude. He was really bummed you weren't there to hang out and uh, do steaks. He's I like I like Jackie. He's really really funny. He's very very funny. He remembers a lot of jokes. That, well, that's his whole. Yeah, that's his. That's thing. his. He better remember a lot of. Does jokes. he have a nice house? Yeah, it's nice. I mean, compared to your house, it's you know, it's nice. Well, he's like he has a house with Howard Stern giving everybody. Tins of fucking popcorn. <laughs> Howard Stern is really cheap. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Oh my god, he's single-handedly I made Sirius XM like have no money. Yeah, I, honestly, uh, yeah, Jackie's house is nice. It's right on the Long Island Sound, but I was expecting uh, a bigger, bigger, nicer spread. Those houses usually are the small, only but they're only like beach bungalows, right? Yeah, that he he pimped out. But I'm thinking, like, wow, if if uh, Howard did the right thing, he would be in a nicer house. Howard never did the right thing for Jackie. Never. No. We got into it a little bit. It was nice. Did you really? Yeah, it was interesting because um, <coughs> what do you want to know about this? I'll listen to the fucking podcast. All right. I just, I felt kind of, I felt... I felt bad for Jackie because I, I could relate in a, in a lot of ways. <coughs> because if you listen to the radio... Back then, uh, Jackie was a punching bag for the Howard Stern show. So all the fans just thought he was just some jerk-off that drank a lot, and and, they, and he was a punching bag for Howard and the rest of the crew. Right. But the fact is, he was the genius behind the comedy. And I, I, I asked Jackie about that, and he kind of took the high road. But I'm like, how do you allow it yourself to be portrayed as a punching bag knowing that you were writing all the really funny lines for Howard Stern? I didn't know that. You didn't even know that. No. Oh, I mean, I mean, Howard tried to hide it as best he could. There were times, like, there would be guests that go, oh, you know, Jackie just handed that line, Howard, or whatever. And Howard would dump out of any reference uh, to Jackie handing him lines for the show. He would dump out? Yes. That's a little crazy. Yes. And, and in the end, Jackie wanted, you know, a real raise, and, and Howard didn't go to bat for him. So. That's nice. Jesus Christ. It, I think what happened, though, was that, you know, Jackie was getting a little frustrated and loud about the fact that he was writing all those lines for Howard. And my what I think happened was Fred Norris, who's yeah. an awesome, really good guy and a really funny guy, he was also writing lines for Howard. So I think what happened there was Howard's like, you know what, Jackie... Jackie's babbling a little too much about the fact that he's writing lines for me. Uh, Fred will never say a word he'll he knows his place and he'll he'll continue writing the comedy for me so i think uh, at that point howard's like we gotta let jackie go and fred could continue writing me really funny lines and and freddie's uh and and fred's not going to talk about it that's that's my theory of the whole thing that sucks jackie was with them for a long time yeah so that's no good but he was uh he was very nice and i and i got to be on his documentary what do you mean? They're doing a giant Jackie the Joke Man documentary. Who is? Some company. It's going to be on Netflix in the fall. Everything's on Netflix. <laughs> no, it's a giant documentary. The only person that's not on Netflix is me. <laughs> it's going to be a giant documentary. And, and, you know, they go into everything with Jackie. Oh, and you were there for it? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. You were supposed to be there. I don't want to give this shit. What am I going to talk about? Huh? Empanadas? <laughs> I'm not a comedian. <laughs> you can hang with Jackie. Oh, I've had it with comedians. Why? Just keeps going back to that Twitter thing. I was so I was so upset. Why were you so upset? It's because I hate people like... I just don't like people. <laughs> it's just it's just opinion. You finally got hit. What do you mean? You, you've been uh, you've been you know left alone all these years, and you got hit on the Twitter. I people know. were attacking. I know, right? Just four idiots, but those four idiots made me fucking mad. Four mad. idiots with a lot of different accounts. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, but you don't really want to talk about it. I am kind of talking about it. <laughs> oh, you're talking around it. Yeah, I'm talking around it. I just don't want to deal with it anymore. Right. I really don't. I just block people now. Like, I used to, like, try to, like, work it out. Right. Now I'm like, Ugh, you're a comedian with, with, a, with, a, with a, just with a giant problem, I'm done. Mm. That's it. All right. That's about it. You're still not talking about it. Well, we'll talk about it some other day. <laughs> Look at me pushing. <laughs> I'm pushing because you're hinting. No, I'm fine. I can't believe you send your wife pictures of you fishing. <laughs> She's 100 yards away when I sent up, I know, <laughs> I sent up so the picture. stupid. <laughs> She's just sitting and watching TV, and her phone goes off, and there's Opie, pink, with the fucking picture of you holding a fish with a smile on your face. I've hung out with Lindsay enough to know that she does not give a fuck about you catching fish. What do you mean, man? She wrote fatty. <coughs> huh? She wrote fatty to that picture. She just wants you to stop. I, s- I sent a picture, and she wrote fatty. Oh, my God. Right? Okay. It's a lot of pictures in a row. No, not really. <coughs> uh, <laughs> see, there's another one. That's her father catching a giant striped bass. And you're sending her pictures of the whole family catching fish. <laughs> I can't. I give up. Yeah. I'm exhausted with you. Anyone, anyone, <laughs> it's like the same thing. Look at this. Anyone that catches a fish on the beach, I run up to him. I take a picture and I send it to my wife. <laughs> You're the worst, dude. I would be so annoyed with those strictures. <laughs> and then people get mad that the, that the fish is out of the water. They get mad. What do you mean? Oh, no. but there's someone for everything in on uh, social media. Yeah. The other day, I, you know, I posted a picture of my 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 kitchen squad, and here comes right off that. What? No women in the kitchen? I'm no, like, really? I'm like, they work dur- the women work during the day because they have families, you fucking... It's like, they look for any little thing. Right, of course. But then you look at their lives and they're just sad pieces of garbage. Yeah. Well, all, all fishermen get the... get the. Uh, you're torturing the fish because you're taking a couple seconds to take a picture of the thing before you, you put it back in the ocean. I don't think it wants to go back in the ocean. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it, it's happy that it gets a break. I mean, there's things that like, you throw that fish back in. Right. There's an animal that usually will cut it in half <laughs> right. within Just, 30 seconds. Right, right. Like, well, people don't realize the carnage that goes on in the ocean. <sighs> These things are specific. Every fish is specifically designed to kill another fish. Yeah. And it's just a fucking bloodbath all you, fucking day. You think it's nerve-wracking in it the is. ocean? It is. <laughs> you go like... You see, you know, you see an octopus, and it's it looks like a rock, and then it turns into something else, and then it eats, like, and it crushes something. It, it turns into something that's that other fish think is friendly, yeah. and then it attacks. Yeah, there's one that looks, you know, this this one thing. It looks like coral, right. and then the other fish comes, and it just these giant jaws come and just <laughs> explode it. 
So I think when I catch a fish and it's just hanging on the on the sand for a minute or two, it's probably like, oh, thank you for the break. Yeah, it's on the oh, sand. Thank like, you. Wow. Oh, thank you. Thank oh. God there was a shark oh. chasing me for oh. fucking three days. <laughs> Can you hold me? Exactly. <laughs> Can you hold me and hug me? Yeah. Like it's it was it's it, a fish's existence is fucking crazy. Because as soon as you throw it back in the ocean, its brain is going. Ah! <laughs> oh, am I? I was. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, imagine it's just what it sees all day. Like a killer whale flinging a harbor seal up 100 feet to eat it. And you're holding it for two seconds. It's the first time anything's held this thing. It's just whispering to you, thank you. Thank you. Just leave me on the sand. Thank you. Do you have a big tank in your house? Oh, my God. It would be the happiest thing in the world just sitting in a tub. I'll be your best pet you've ever had. Exactly. Don't throw me back in there. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. It's so brutal, the ocean. (laughs) Everything is designed. It's like a killer. Yeah. And if you don't think... if you don't think it's brutal, all you have to do is walk uh, along um, the shoreline, Where? and you'll see pieces of everything that yes. washed up. Half a starfish, that thing yeah, didn't yeah, make right. it. Because the fish are violent too; they don't they don't eat the whole thing. They just bite you no, in half and move on to the next. They come at twenty thing. miles an hour and right. cut you in half and just keep on their merry way. I see all sorts of stuff on the shoreline, man. Half, and, right. half of crabs, fish heads, just and it doesn't matter what size. There's something that's going to eat you. Exactly. So. Yeah, I think people have just moved 30 seconds You're on the water. You're torturing the fish. You're torturing me with your stupidity. You know, the fact is I'm, uh, I am I fish all summer. I'll catch no less than 300 fish this summer. Huh? No less. Most Mostly junk. Sea ramens, dogfish. What else? Uh, skates. Some of this stuff is good eats. Skates but I, is delicious. But I don't, I, I don't know how to prepare this stuff, so I, I throw all of it back except for... Maybe four or five striped bass I'll keep the entire summer. That's it. That's good. That's why it's so much fun when you finally catch a keeper. Right. You're like, I got one finally, and you celebrate it. That's awesome. Yeah, I like it a lot. So keep doing it. Don't listen to these fucking people. Idiots. Dude, I got to ask you about a, um, a video that went viral today. Okay. You know the PETA people and the uh, um, animal rights activists? Okay. Do you know about this practice of boiling pigs alive? Is it a real thing? Supposedly, it's like a delicacy if you if if you boil them alive. I don't know anything about it. There was a video online that brought me to my knees. Why is that? Because it was it was downright depressing. Well, that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? You've never heard of it, though. No, I've never heard. Actually, it's the first time I heard about it. That sounds a little violent, but. What are you right. Do? No, I understand. We we got to get our 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 uh, you know our food from somewhere. I'm not I'm not that guy. Right. But this thing seemed to be like what the fuck. I so was, it's not it's not a it's not a uh, a popular practice. I I've never heard of it. Okay. I don't know why they're boiling it. It was I I, I avoid all those videos usually, but every once in a while one squeaks through. <laughs> squeaks through. I had to my buddy. Uh, my buddy brought me some hogs, you know, Tank Jackson. Right, and he, I have no problem with that. Trust me. He brought me some hogs, and I called Rocco Despirito, who has a restaurant down the street, and I said, yo, I got these beautiful pigs. You want one? He goes, yeah. So I put it on my shoulder, and I walked. I saw. Oh, my God, people's face. Really? People were, like, like appalled. It's an animal. It's a dead animal that you're going to eat. Yeah. 
Like, you're wearing that shirt, barbecue lovers, this is what it is, you fucking asshole. Yeah. Why are you freaked out? Right. It's just an animal. Yeah, we like to ignore that shit until we see it. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, at the, at the soft opening, this lady's like, does the fish have a face on it? <laughs> I'm like, I hate you. I hate everything about you. Yes, it has a face on it. Everything you eat has a fucking face. See, fish are the only thing that I don't feel bad for because, like I've said in past podcasts, it doesn't have eyebrows. So you can't make an expression? No. Like surprise looking <laughs> like, up at you and he kill no. it? No. Uh, evolution took care of fish's eyebrows many, many years ago. <laughs> you don't need eyebrows in the water. Not in the ocean. Because no. there's fish. You want to see as much as possible. <laughs> right. Because something's coming at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> Why do you think the fish eye has no real eyelid? Because you can't sleep in the ocean. Something <laughs> right. will fucking eat you. You blink once, you're dead. dead. It is the dead. most violent place on earth. How, I want to just talk about how violent the ocean is. The well, ocean is crazy. And things are specifically built. To kill. Like, right. if you look at a shark. Right. This fucking thing. Right. I mean, there's no nice evolved into this animal. This animal is a straight predator. Yeah. It kills everything. It just has rows and rows of teeth just just rotating. Yeah, like teeth break <laughs> right. because it's eating fucking 100-pound fish in half. And then he has another row of teeth. And then he has armor plating that goes over his eyes when he when he bites so that... So that nothing pokes his eyes so he can kill you more efficiently. (laughs) It has radar. How does nature figure this out? Nature's a son of a bitch. Why why isn't nature figuring out human beings? Every other animal on earth is like like perfect. You know what I mean? It's perfect as far as surviving and uh, eating machines. Right, but 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 everything on earth, everything on land has a cuddly side to it. Yeah. Like you'll see like... um, uh, like a tiger, yeah, playing with the little baby cub tiger. Right, you could see that, right? Sure. They have like you know, and they play around. And but a shark gives birth, and now there's two things that are eating you. Like it's just like <laughs> it comes out of the the shark, and it's completely violent immediately. It's already starting to eat. Yeah, it's already it already killed a little fish. Like it's just it's unbelievable. <laughs> the minute it starts, the minute it's on its own, yeah. it's it's an assassin. So right. now the mother has another assassin, and now yeah. they, they kill together, and then they and then they breed and breed. Why do you think? Why do you think turtles have <coughs> hundreds and hundreds of baby turtles? Because the, and, the and only one see, makes it. And you see all the you see the videos where everyone's happy on the beach as all those tiny little turtles are are going into the ocean. Yeah, and everybody's clapping. Yay! And then literally, this animals just waiting to eat all the fucking turtles. Right, right after that first little wave, when he moves his little turtle feet, smash! If you turn off your cute little video, there's just carnage. Oh my! And maybe one makes it because it, it's able to hide in seaweed or something. Yeah, and the and the mom turtle just leaves because she knows it's going to be depressing. <laughs> right. Like it literally just like weakly goes into the ocean and just doesn't look back. It turns its back on. It its turns own its babies. back because it can't handle what's going to happen to all its kids. <laughs> I just wasted all this time giving birth to 300 <coughs> baby turtles, and maybe one's gonna make. It. I mean, it's just unfucking believable. The ocean is relentless. That's it has hilarious. no. It has no. You know. But then you know, then you get people on social media put the fish back in the ocean. Oh, those people, are you're crazy. torturing it. Oh God. And then they're probably you know. They're probably tweeting from Red Lobster or something. <laughs> right? Funny. I know, right? You want to see something else cool? What's that? You have another seal that got fucking crushed? 
Uh, let's see. Uh, hold on a minute. Hold on. Oh, where'd it go? Oh, look at this. Look at that badass. Black bear. Oh, that's a big one. That's a huge black bear. Oh, he's big. That's uh, in my brother's backyard. Oh, shit. Isn't that cool? Bears are pretty cool. They don't fuck with you, really. That's what I tried to tell my wife. She didn't believe me. Black bears, uh, you know, they'll leave you alone for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go up to it and pet it, but it's... No, I wouldn't do that, but... It's like a big dog, you know what I mean? It's the brown bears. The brown bears. The grizzlies, the Kodiaks. Polar bears, those are some mean killing machines, boy. Unless you're at the Central Park Zoo. Then they're okay. No, they had an OCD depressed polar bear. Look it up online. Get the fuck out of here. Only in New York. <laughs> it had OCD, too. It would go back and forth all day. Oh, my God. All fucking day. And then they decided it was depressed on top of it. So you had OCD and depression? <laughs> Where the fuck did they get this junk bear? <laughs> he was there forever, man. Put him in the shark tank. Let and then, I, you know, then they finally, I think the thing finally died, and that was it. So for the OCD depressed polar bear. That's like in my, uh, in my town, there was a, there was a, a bear yeah. called Petals. Petals? His name was Petals the Bear, and he would walk on all two and, like, know how to wave and everything. Yeah. So you got to look it up, right? So the, the town, like, they gave a proclamation. They love this fucking bear. Yeah. Up. First day of hunting season, yeah. some guy put a bullet right in his oh, fucking head. <laughs> Everybody's like, they got pedals. <laughs> pedals got hit. <laughs> pedals got hit. <laughs> I don't know why I enjoyed that so much, but I did because it was just like the news, the local news with the reaction, like, well, pedals are going to ruin the sad. And there's some hunters like, fuck it. Right. Because, you know, there's like. It was it was the first one they killed during the season. Yeah, because he's standing up and waving. <laughs> if you're a bear and you stand up and wave, you probably deserve to get shot. <coughs> Put him right one in the head. By oh Bob wow! When there's pedals, thinking it's like a trick. <laughs> right. Hey everybody! Hi everybody! Oh, they're gonna give me dried corn. Fucking right, right. here! Boom! A fucking three oh eight right to the skull. <laughs> night night pedals. <laughs> I'm just your friendly neighborhood bear. I'm Petals. I'm you... Petals. All the kids love Petals. <laughs> <laughs> they, probably, they probably sold merch. <laughs> There's pedal shirts and everything. And he was like always on the news. Oh, Petals. We saw Petals. And he's waving. And fucking first day of hunting season. They just ended it. <laughs> Petals is thinking, this is my chance to finally interact with humans. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to be nice to humans. Boom. Bullet. <laughs> You're done. Here, I found it. So here's the OCD polar bear. You got to just, uh, I know it's a visual, but you can look it up on YouTube and check it out for yourself. If I could get some uh, some Wi-Fi in, in La Cubana as I this hang out with Carl Ruiz. This is- <laughs> it's funny already. <laughs> 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 it's an 85 degrees. Oh my god! It just does this over and over, uh, over and over again. Yeah, it was known to be the OCD polar bear in Central Park. Actually, everyone got depressed when the thing finally died. Oh my god! Yeah, so it just goes in circles over and over again. Oh my god! Yeah, that's awesome. So. His face, <laughs> looking at all the people like, I hate this shit. <laughs> Put me back on an, an iceberg. <laughs> I just want to be on a fucking iceberg away from all you fucking maniacs. I'd rather be on a sheet of ice in the middle of nowhere. I would agree with zoos, really. Huh? 
I don't. I find I find zoos sad. Well, they're sad, but uh, I mean, but at least those animals know they're safe. Yeah. Don't I you guess. think? I yeah, guess. You ever go to the Bronx Zoo? Yeah. And they show the old cages. What do you mean? Well, they have a section of the Bronx Zoo where it's all the old cages, and you realize, wow, our ancestors didn't play. You want to see a tiger? You're going to see a tiger because it's going to be in a 10 by 10 enclosure. Oh, really? And they have the old cages lined up. And now it's like there's birds and plants in them and stuff. But you realize how far we've come with that shit. Yeah, we were little. Right. People didn't give a fuck back then. It was like, there's a tiger. They're fucking prodding it and shit and tying it. Well, I think they had a, I think they had a, you know, I think they had a, uh, uh, how do I say this? They had like an African American on display. Shut up! You don't know this? No. Oh my God! This is part of our terrible history. How do I look it up? I gotta find this. I'm now. not doing it. <laughs> Zoo. Uh, what do I put in the Google? Wait, Google's right outside. Yo, Google. <laughs> uh, Zoo African uh, kid. Uh, oh boy. Uh, do I go exhibit? Uh, let's see. You never heard of this one? There Whoa. you go. Oh boy. <laughs> How do you say that name? <laughs> His name is Otabenga. Otabenga. All right. Yeah, and it was the Bronx Zoo. This is how far we've come. All right. Otabenga, eighteen eighty-three. He died in nineteen sixteen, so he was only thirty-three years old. Was a Congo pygmy man known for being featured in an anthropology exhibit at the Louisiana Purchase Exposition in St. Louis, Missouri in 1904 and in a human zoo exhibit in 1906 at the Bronx Zoo. He was on display at the Bronx Zoo. Benga had been purchased from African slave traders by the missionary. Shit. He accompanied later at the Bronx Zoo, Benga had free run of the grounds (laughs) before and after he was exhibited in the zoo's monkey house. No! Yes. Except for a brief visit with Vernon to Africa after the close of the St. Louis Fair, Benga lived in the United States, mostly in Virginia, for the rest of his life. But he was an actual exhibit at the Bronx Zoo. That's so fucking weird. Well, we've come a long way, yeah, don't you think? We've come a long way. So, <clears throat> I wouldn't mind being an exhibit. I mean, it, looked like, it looks like he got to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the run of the place. Yeah, the run that? of the place. What does, what does that, that mean? mean? I don't know. Like, you just slept out there at night with the tigers and well, shit? I would, I would assume. I, I would assume he didn't have a bed because that would be too realistic. They probably made him sleep outside. Oh, look, because he was part of the exhibit. Right. That makes right. sense. Yeah, you want to see him in his natural environment. Yeah. So. Good old Benga. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Isn't that insane? We've got so we've done so much better than that. Well, yeah, we're trying. Oh no. Just give us a shot. You know what I mean? Take it easy. Right. Take it easy on us. Imagine one of these snowflakes was alive back in nineteen fourteen. I was like walking around with just Oh, like a pe- time time travel? Yeah. Like some sense of snowflakes back when everybody's in blackface and saying <laughs> crazy shit. <laughs> Where everyone's living separated. <clears throat> you know, like, husbands just face-slapping their wives in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> Shut up! Smash! I Every- just want to get a job! Yeah. Like, just men dragging women out of the cars and <laughs> throwing them into the street. Like, just- <laughs> Why is it funny? It's so- 
<coughs> men just walk around just grabbing asses. Every <laughs> the woman is hot, rapes in alleyways, like just craziness. I, I imagine just a snowflake's face. <laughs> oh, the shock! The shock! Like the fucking bars full of men just fucking oogling women and <laughs> right. spitting on people. S- screw that! Just the workplace. Just the workplace. Just put them in an office. Just pinch- hey, doll. Just pinching heinies. Just pinching heinies <laughs> on this fucking. You just see the triggered snowflake. Just. Ah! <laughs> 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 cops grabbing women's ass, <laughs> laughing, all smoking in the cop car, drinking. <laughs> just yanking perps out of their houses. Just fucking punching black people in the face, just, just regardless of what's going on. The segregation, like the bathrooms, colored only, like all that. Jesus. Just watch these snowflakes just explode. <laughs> that, should be a, that should be a Netflix series. Imagine that. Just go back there and like... <sighs> like like a send back a snowflake and just be like, just be like I can't believe you did it's a woman that's and the guy from the twenties just slaps her right in the face <laughs> shut up you dumb broad <laughs> puts out a cigarette on her forehead <laughs> it goes back to work just goes back to his typewriter <laughs> snowflakes looking around for help <laughs> no nope. everybody's, everybody's shaking their head no nope. oh, look at this crazy lady <laughs> go back to whatever planet you're from. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. <sighs> so yeah, so that's definitely uh, that would be that would be I would enjoy that to you watch. Would enjoy that because shit was fucking crazy back I've, then. Well, yeah, we've come a long way, man. I mean, just just the the amount of because back then there wasn't even DUI. Like I was just drunk in a fucking Ford, just right. fucking meandering all over the fucking place. I'm old enough to remember that the cops would leave you alone. Yes, cops would give you a drive right home. They would leave. Well, the thing to do on Long Island <laughs> was the cop would uh, take your keys and say, "I'll give them back at the end of my shift," which was usually like six, seven in the morning. Imagine that. Right. So you got a chance to sober up a little bit. Now it's fucking. People used to just drive off the road, no problem. <laughs> no problem. You know what I mean? Right. The cop would come. What happened? Ah, you know, had a couple too many at the office party. So I just took out these three rows of trees. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think it's Mr. Smith's property. I'll be back tomorrow set things straight. I'll fix the fence, officer. Your wife is still bleeding. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, it's just unbelievable. So true, ma'am. I got to say, um... My kids are horrified by fucking TV commercials. What? They they have a they have a uh, a seatbelt commercial that's just horrific. Okay. And my 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 youngest uh, can't sleep at night because of this fucking thing. Now. Oh shit. Yeah. And then we worry about all you know curse words on TV and all that horse shit. It's these fucking commercials. Oh, my God. Commercials. Just a horrific, uh, you know, if you don't wear your seatbelt, this is going to happen type commercial. Oh, enough. Now. And, and Everyone she, wears their seatbelt now because cars are so fucking annoying. Meh, 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 meh. Right. You have to. But but they, they put these commercials on, on shows that kids are watching. I don't want to be that guy, but it's annoying as fuck. Well, at least the kid's scared of seatbelts or something, right? Well, they gotta, they know to put their seatbelt on. They do, but it's good. The Jolta system with a little tragedy. Right. <laughs> so... What are you going to do? What are you, what are you going to do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <clears throat> Place is quiet, Carl. Yeah, man. This is the calm before the storm here at La Cubana. This is the calm before the storm. We're in an empty restaurant as they uh, put the final touches on it. Yeah. Are you happy, sad, and different? Tired. Just tired? It's like making a bowling ball fly, you know? 
Yeah. Oh, everybody now. You know, now when you get to this point, everybody's an expert. They didn't know they don't know how to get to this point. Right. But at this point, you know what you should do, Carl? I'm like, listen, yeah. I've been doing this for a fucking year. Yeah. Go fucking jump in a vat of acid. Right. Because you know, once it's a building, like once it has chairs and a and a working bar and a kitchen, then the experts come out of the woodwork. You know, when it was like when it was falling apart, no one, you know, no one knew what the fuck. It was like when it's just a pile of rubble. Every, you know, there's very few experts. I, I, I was, I was that guy that came in here early when it was just piles of, like you just said, rubble. It was rubble. And I was, I was asking you, like, are you, are you, <laughs> what happens from here? Right? Yeah, yeah. I was like having anxiety attacks yeah. because I'm like, how the hell does this turn into what I'm now looking at? <laughs> right. And I, I was having literally panic attacks. I'm like, you should. I go to Carl. I go. You sure you're going to be open in a month? You're like, oh, yeah, no problem. And I'm looking around like, how the hell did they put this thing together from right. this from this state? Crazy. Well, you guys right? are just experts at this shit. But now the uh, now the armchair quarterbacks come out. Oh, you know what? You should put some mirrors. Oh, shut up, dude. It's a finished restaurant now. Like, right. Enough. Well, why do they want mirrors? The place is big. Usually you use mirrors to try to make the place look bigger than it is, uh, right? Well, you want some mirrors. Like, we're gonna, you want to put some mirrors just because people like to see, watch other people. Oh, they like, like to, to take see. peeks. Yeah. Little peeks. People really like to look at other people. You know that. You realize that in the restaurant business. Really? People really are. A lot of people are very, very. At the bar or just? Everywhere. People like looking at fucking people. Well, that's why they like to eat in public. Yeah. Right? It's a big part of it. You want to, like, do some of that people watching. Girls like to look specially. Really? They're big lookers to other girls. They look. Girls look at other girls constantly. Like it was happening last night. Like the, when we did the opening, they're just staring at each other, lying to each other. You look cute. I love your hair. Right. Hate each other <laughs> to the death. <laughs> Girls are the worst. They're worst. It's just like, oh my god, you look so yeah. I'm like, you guys fucking. And then they walk away. I hate her. <laughs> yeah, I hate her. She's so she got so fat. <laughs> <laughs> but to their face, they're like, oh my god, I love your purse. That shit's fake. I mean, like, it's just a pettiness. I hate to say it, but uh, women hating on women is the reason why you have Trump in office. Oh. All they had to do was, like, get together. Not that I wanted Hillary Clinton, but all they had to do was get together. <laughs> they couldn't do it. I know, right? <laughs> all day, like, women strong, women united. And everyone turns around, they're in full-blown fistfights. <laughs> and they just needed hate on Hillary. <laughs> No, no particular reason, by the way. Not because of her politics, just yeah, because she's just, another one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you fucking idiots! <laughs> you had it. You had you, one job. You had the first uh, woman president right there in your sights. But imagine, imagine that, like how historical it is. But they, it lost to Donald Trump. <laughs> like it's, you couldn't lose to a worse dude, man. It's crazy. It was the easiest election if you just stuck it, it together. Was, it was so easy. Like when 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 I when I saw that that Trump was going to run for president, I said, "Why are they even running? Like, put a bum in there because Hillary's going to run away with the whole fucking thing." Sure, right. And she did. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, because you you talk to women and they go, "Yeah, no, we." We voted for Trump. Yeah. 
I know a lot of girls that voted for Trump. But for no real good reason. Just because they didn't like Hillary. Because <laughs> they don't like women. I mean, God, it's so fucking weird. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? You've been winning your whole life for, for a woman president. She was right there. Just she wasn't bullet. perfect, but at least she'd get one in finally. They put a bullet in her like petals the bear. Right. <laughs> and boom. A dog. woman president helps all women in the United States, I would assume. Not today. Not today. <laughs> took, a hot, took a shot there. Right. It looks like Trump's going to be president again. You really think? Oh, my God. The Democrats are looking crazy. Really? There's like 60 of them running. They're lost. They got to like. They have no leadership. They got to get together and go, look, we can't have 80 fucking candidates. They <laughs> 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 It's crazy. It's like oh, everyone's running for president. They have no message. It's right. just a shame. I'm confused by the whole thing. Why is everybody? Everybody. They don't. They, they, I mean, there's not enough time on TV. No. They're having all these like every day. I have to hear a speech from a new one. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> right. Who the hell's Mayor Pete? <laughs> Mayor Pete. Yeah. And then you know you got. <laughs> and they're moving so to the left. That's just insane. That's really stupid. It's like they're just trying to outdo each other. That free is... health care, free everything, free cars. Like I'm like, dude, you dude, guys are not going to win a general election like the that. Only de- the only chance the Democrats have is you got to run a moderate. Yeah. you got to run a moderate. You can't. All these uh, all these extreme left lefty ideas, forget it. Oh, I can imagine. Are you the Australian guy? I am the Australian guy. All right. What were you doing? Talking to a dog or something? <laughs> No, a child. A baby. Oh, a baby? A baby. Nice. Yeah. Were you FaceTiming? Yeah. How old yeah. is your baby? Uh, he's about to turn one. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's when it gets fun. I know. He's not actually mine, but I'm around him a lot, so. Well, I don't know if I want to ask any more questions. <laughs> <laughs> you done for the day? I am. I have to be somewhere. Oh, so. yeah, go ahead. I'll see you tomorrow, Chef. I'll be here tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow we got a lot of food. I'm going to feed you good tomorrow. Oh, brilliant. I'll bring Scruffy tomorrow. Bring Scruffy, please. Yeah, What's yeah. Scruffy? Scruffy's his dog. Oh, well, well, it's not even, again, it's not my dog. What I'm, kind of dog? Yeah, he's a mix between God knows what. He's a little rescue from the Arizona desert. Oh, it's so nice. He's a cute yeah. little dog. I'm allergic to dogs, though. <laughs> oh, great. I am. Why is that funny? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do you have an EpiPen? <laughs> anyway, he is cute. And he um, stayed at home with the housekeeper today. So oh, good. he'll right. be at work tomorrow. Perfect. All right. See you then. So long. Good talking to you. Likewise. All right. What does he do? He designed the place. He does all the, all the fall finishes. And oh, everything. wow. Yeah. You, I love Wait. the place, by the way. I didn't know you designed the whole thing. Well, it, the walls. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like it. Thanks. You did a great job. elaborate tomorrow for the day after. All right. Perfect. The day after. That's what I heard, man. I mean, we're right around the corner, so let's go. <laughs> Who talks like that? I don't know. I'm trying to help you out. Like Sherrod at the party. <laughs> I'm trying to just. Why are you just trying to get, get everyone? Mo- huh? Hey, OCD polar bear, stop fucking picking on the wall. You're picking a concrete off the wall. You've been doing it for an hour. It's fresh concrete yeah. too. Yeah. It feels very. Uh, uh, I don't know. Satisfying. Oh God. All right. All right. <sighs> oh, so anyway, the Democrats. And then you think Trump's going to get it in 2020. Well, they got some crazy shit going on. I mean, who's running? Bernie Sanders? Come on, bro. I, I'm, I, I'm with you. I think they're way too left. 
And, and, way and too left. They're way too left. And, and I mean, uh, I mean, it's great, you know what they. they Biden wanna, looks like a Republican next to these fucking right. people. Right. They want you know uh, free health care and free college. That's all wonderful like uh, ideas, but it ain't happening. It's not happening. This is America. It ain't happening. You can't run on that stuff. You're not going to win. The middle of the country is going to be like, what the fuck is your problem? Right. I agree with you, man. They got, they got to get together. They got to knock half their candidates out and go, look, you don't have a fucking shot. You're Stop wasting it. all our... Your, like de Blasio's wa- running for president. He is the biggest joke. <laughs> He's so unlikable. But these guys are like a 1-2%. Like it's, it's right. r- ridiculous. That's just his ego, right? Yeah. De Blasio? It's got to be some money scam or something. Yeah, he can't possibly think he can win. Well, I, he's the type of guy he thinks he can win, but... Oh, yeah. He'll, most New Yorkers him. hate him. He's hated. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not likable. He's not likable. The police don't like him. Nobody. Especially when you change your name from William Wilhelm. Oh, right. His name isn't Bill de Blasio. It's it, William Wilhelm. That's like a rich guy's name. Yeah. So, the third or something. He so is. he's very privileged. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's very privileged. All he does is wake up at 10 in the morning every morning and goes to fucking Park Slope for coffee fucking with a giant police detail. Really? He's a, he's a nice. I'm not a fam. Not a fam, but... Yeah. All right. I think all I'm right. going to jump on a city bike and go home now. Send that thing right to the water. Send it! You see all the pictures of people <laughs> teasing they're going to throw a city oh, bike the in, the, in the river? Thing in the world. And there you go. Uh, did, were you able to fold the map? That's Fort's Theater. I found that in my bag from my Washington trip. Boo. That's no nah, man. That's where Lincoln was was killed. It, yeah. But the beauty of Ford's Theater, when you go there, right, it's a replica. They don't really tell you that. What do you mean? It's a replica? The whole thing collapsed. They redid it based on pictures and stuff. Oh really? But you walk in there and you you, you sit there and go, wow, look, it's just like it was that day when Lincoln was shot. And the fact is, it's not. Really? Yeah, back in the back in the day after Lincoln was shot, the army took over the space and just used it for storage and stuff. So they they destroyed the whole theater to begin with. Oh. And then I think uh and then there was a fire or something and the whole thing collapsed. So what you see down there in Washington where Lincoln was shot, it's a oh, replica. Oh, they I... used all sorts of pictures to put it back together. That's stupid. Isn't that dumb? Yeah, what just I'm sitting there like going, "Aboo! Aboo! Aboo!" But across the street, they still have the bed that he uh, officially died in. Have you ever done that? Nope. You don't do the tourist thing? In D.C.? I go to it, Ben's it, Chili Bowl and get some hot dogs. It's kind of cool because you can still see the blood on the pillow and stuff. Is it really? All these years later. Yeah, man. They shot him pretty good, huh? They, they fucked him up pretty good. How many shots was it? I don't know. Was it one good one by, uh, who was it, John Weren't Wilkes? Weren't you there? Would you fall asleep during the whole fucking thing? Well, as soon as I knew it was a replica, I didn't want to learn. Oh, you lost interest? <laughs> I didn't oh want to learn. God, so Why would I want to learn? Who was it, John Wilkes Booth? Yeah. You, I, I'll tell you something cool about uh, John Wilkes Booth. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Someone's just cursing in the background. Yeah. Is that what happens? That's what happens. People get in trouble. Did you know that uh, Lincoln had a son? And John Wilkes Booth had a son, and you fast forward a bunch of years, and John Wilkes John Wilkes uh, Booth's son saved Lincoln's son. Huh. Uh, I think he fell onto the train tracks or something. This is a true story. And John Wilkes Booth's uh, son saved Lincoln's son. How weird is that? That's really weird. Is it cool? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Actually, let me make sure I got it right. Like, 
Talk about Lacubana for a second. I got to go back to the Googs. Boo. Let's see. No, promote it, man. For real. Like you can La have Cubana, a- 15th Street. Uh, Spanish food. Wait, it might have been John Wilkes uh, Boots. Uh, wait, it can't be his son, right? I don't think he ever had a chance to have a son, right? <coughs> this story's falling apart. No, it's not. Hold on. Saved. Hold on. Saved. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Edwin Booth saved Abraham Lincoln's son, Robert, from serious injury or even death. The incident occurred on a train platform in Jersey City. Wow. How cool is that? The exact date of the incident is uncertain, but it's believed to have taken place in late 1864 or early 1865. How do I I read more? I don't want to. (laughs) Why? I'm bored. That was it. That's all he got on the incident. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. No? Yeah, not bad, Opie. That's pretty good. Pulling that one out of my ass. You, oh, look, you did? You look tired, bro. I'm tired. I'm ready to go home. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> little potter, potteroo. Potteroo, yes. And uh, What are you doing now? I'm going to go home. Cool. I'm going to go chill out. Hang out with my family, man. Show your family pictures of your fishing. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's my hobby, man. I know it is. It is. It takes up a lot of your time. Uh, yeah, man. Fishing it, is a long day. It gives me peace. I like that. And tranquility. All right. It's time to go. Time to go? I'm tired. All right. Carl Ruiz. The Cubes. The Cubes. Chef Carl. Yeah. We are uh, the calm before the storm, but you finally got to this place. We got it. We got it. We got it open. And now the bleeding begins. And now the people have to come and support. Yeah. If not, we go out of business very quickly. How, how uh, when will you know? First day. Get out of here. You'll after know. all this time, after You'll... all this time, the first day open, you can tell if it's going to make it or not. Yeah. What, uh, how is that possible? Just a vibe. Just a vibe. What do you mean? Just your gut? Yeah, you're going to know. That's like, you know, uh, when I opened Marie's. Right. The minute I opened it, I knew it was going to be successful. Why? Well, because it just had that right feeling. Right. And the people's reactions were the the same, were, were, were where I wanted it to be. Right. And it worked. And then there's restaurants that don't work. Well, this is a giant restaurant. Oh. So how are you going to know the first day in? You just, you'll, you'll just. You feel it. I'll know. From the people? Mm-hmm. Go, ah, oh, shit, the bar's not right. Uh, or... Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah, that's how it feels. Like, you're like, fuck. It's one of those. Really? It's one of those restaurants. Like, you know it's going to fail. And then you just fucking try to stake around as long as you can. Oh, my God. That's nerve-wracking. Yeah, I've been in a couple of those. How, how many restaurants have you opened? 30. This is my 30th. Is this really your 30th? I, oh, I saw you. Uh, 3-0. I saw you say that on, on uh, Twitter, I guess. 3-0. Someone's like, you own 30 restaurants? I'm like, Jesus Christ, people. How many were successful? Almost all of them. Uh, I like that you were honest there. Oh. Most people would hide and go, all of them. No, almost but, all of them. I, I lost uh, 10. So 20 out of the 30? Yeah. So that that's good odds in the restaurant business. Really good. Really good fucking Because isn't it true that over but, half- uh, but some of them that I lost, three in particular... Two, two in particular, were because I had a partner, 
when I when I was married. And that and I never she never listened to me. Really? Like I'm like, listen, I've been doing this my whole life. We opened Marie's chicken joint and it did it she didn't want to listen to me on how to make a fried chicken sandwich. It was unbelievable. I'm like I'm like a fucking and then I just gave up. I'm like, yeah, make whatever fucking shit sandwich you want to make. So what kind of chicken sandwich did she make that that was wrong? It was just wrong. She wasn't on it. She didn't. It was like chicken breast instead of chicken thighs. So they were, we have problems with dryness, all self-inflicted problems. And we sold it pretty quickly. And then we opened Marie's Seafood in Madison. And again, she, you know, I wanted. I said no. It has to be the same as the one in Chatham. But she, no, she wanted different design and different stuff, and it didn't make it. We yeah, lost, it, that that restaurant was 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 a big financial loss, and uh, and then she opened after we were divorced. She opened a, another Marie's in Parsippany, and it, it closed almost immediately. It didn't last two months. Wow, yeah. the restaurant business is scary. Oh, it's brutal. Don't most restaurants fail? Restaurants are like cancer. You you eventually get it, right? Right. Eventually, your restaurant goes out of business. Really? All restaurants eventually go out of business. Because people just... Done. Even even if they love your place, they get just bored of the food because yeah. I mean, look they want to try New something York, different. You know, look, at, in, uh, look how many restaurants are in New York City. Look how many, many how little survive more than 20 years. Oh, it's crazy. They just become the, legendary just for being alive. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, my neighborhood, it's unbelievable how the turnaround... The upper, the upper parts of the city are brutal because it doesn't have that midtown commerce to keep them somewhat floating. It's old neighborhood people. Right. Oh, yeah. and neighborhood people are picky as oh, fuck. Fucking incredibly picky. <laughs> Awful. Like, this place is, there's not, there's not a neighborhood down here. This is like a club, you know what I mean? Yeah. 15th Street. But you open something like in the 60s. <laughs> Oh, my God. And you see the same fucking awful rich people every day with their kids with the crayons and the fucking iPad and the stroller and the fucking and the aunt from Connecticut and the fucking they just come and tear your life apart. I want to talk to a manager. Oh, no, they're like, oh, I need to speak to the CEO. <laughs> and the owner's like, yo, it's me. It's I me. know you. It's me. I know you. What's You're, wrong with right. you? Yeah. Your kid's yeah. drawing on the glass again. <laughs> right. What do you mean you want to talk to a manager? Let's, yeah. let's talk this out. Stop. We're in the same neighborhood. Yeah, we're exactly. And <laughs> people don't care. Fuck. They eat you all. This banana's terrible. <laughs> like, burn your whole fucking place down because of banana. <laughs> all right. All right. I, I think we did it. We did it. We are uh, very excited for Carl as we're – it's so weird just in, in the empty space, man. Yeah. It's a giant location. It's on 15th Street between 9th and – between 9th and uh, 10th Avenue, 150 seats. <coughs> 150. And as we uh, record this podcast, you're just a couple days away from this being open. Yep. So, uh, Carl, good luck to you, brother. Hope it makes it. If not, everyone will know. And then what happens? Get another job. Maybe we could do something in radio or something. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. You know what I mean? I'm finally thinking Get about me out it. Of this <laughs> fucking hell. I'm finally thinking about you it. You know being a chef is bad when I want to be in radio. <laughs> and I kind of want to be in the chef business. You know? No. You want to open a restaurant? We can open a restaurant. Ooh. 
Small, though. Let's go small. What do you think? I know what I want to do. What? Like what my retirement restaurant's going to be. What is it? It's going to be called Honest Carl's. And what is that? Just food that I like to eat. Oh, that's smart. Honest Carl's. So I just want a little bar. Right. A little kitchen. And it's going to make an honest hamburger. Right. Honest wings. Right. Just just food that I like to eat. Pot pies. So just a little of everything. Yeah. Like, this a, like is the a, shit I eat this and is enjoy. This the shit that I eat. And at, you know, honest price. You can just come and eat normal and drink normal. I don't like the word honest. You don't like it? <laughs> How about uh, uh, food that, uh, shit that Carl eats? No, oh, that sounds like a hit. It would be. Shit that Carl eats? Yeah, man. You're, if you walk by a place that just says shit that Carl eats. First of all, you can't put shit on a sign. Why? Well, you can do asterisks for the eye. <laughs> I hate getting a restaurant advice from you more than anything, I think. <laughs> Why? You do, you do shit, but you have the, an asterisk for the eye. You're good. But people all know that it says shit. Because it says shit. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't want to do that. That's Why? stupid. I hate that idea. It's a great idea. Oh, it's not a great idea because someone would have done into, it. Who's not walking into a place that says shit? That a lot eats. of people. <laughs> Why? Just because of shit? <laughs> yeah. What, they're going to assume that there's shit in the food? Probably. People are no, really stupid. No, come on. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm not doing it. In neon lights. Oh, yeah. You're and a Make fuck- sure the shit really fucking oh, you are a fucking designer. Up. You are a fucking a star maker. Well, <laughs> well, how would you do it? Honest Carl's. That's what the name of the restaurant would be. I don't like Honest. Who the fuck cares what you like? Oh, shit that Carl eats. I'm not doing that. All in capital letters, too. Ew. I, I see it right now. <laughs> like that, I, can... <laughs> I see it right now. Look. Imagine answering the phone there. Shit that Carl eats. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking stupid. It's not stupid. I'm not doing it. All right, I'm going home. But I want to talk about shit that Carl... No, we're done. What do you mean we're done? I want to go home. I want to go home. All right, we did it. Shit that Carl eats. What a terrible name. Dude, it's great. No, it's not. What kind of font would you use? Brown? You want to do it brown? No, a font. You don't know fonts? Mm Mm-mm. Let's look up some fonts. <laughs> Come on, that's it. What do you mean that's it? I- I'm going to talk into shit that Carl eats. Let's look up fonts. Any news, Brian? I don't know if it's going to hit. If it's going to hit, it's after five already. Fuck. What's the news you're waiting for? I need money. What happened? Huh? Money. What? Oh, yo, I'm sorry, you call <laughs> <laughs> What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah, what happened? What happened? All right, Carl. Good luck to you. La Cubana. Uh, 15th Street between 9th and 10th Avenue. Come in and at least have a drink and check out the place, right? That's it. That's all, all Carl's asking. I think a lot of the, the people that listen to this podcast are definitely checking this place out. Yeah. So, All right. With that, we did it. Uh, Joey? Joey? <laughs> oh, Joey? Huh? Joey, you usually come in right about now. Joey! <laughs> Joey? <laughs> Joey! Joe. Wrap All it right, Carl. He's been out here. <laughs> there goes Carl. We did it. That was funny.